0: Welcome to the Parenting for Faith podcast. My name is Rachel Turner. And this episode, we are talking about the power of the Play With Me tool. We are interviewing someone who is a child and a worshiper, and she's going to give us some advice on how to help our children Grow in love of worship, and we're going to be talking about going to Christian camps during the summer. Uh, Not how do we take it back home with us, but what do we actually need to have in our heads before we go so that we can actually capture what we need to capture on site uh, so that our post event stuff can be really effective. But first, it's summer it's summer (laughs) i am excited and sort of not but like mostly yes right (sighs) honestly i'm just buried under the life admin of the summer logistics do you know what i mean (laughs) Can can i get an amen you know what i mean the sort of like okay if we're gonna leave on friday then we need to have thrown away everything in the refrigerator by this point but we also need to make sure that we've turned off this and do postal forwarding here but we're not gone that long but then we need to come back and what are we going to do with the clean clothes and all of you know the sort of like the logistics of life i have lists on my walls of all of the trips we're taking and what we need to pack and when so i'm sure like, when it's all, when we're there, I'll be like, oh, it's so nice. Woo! It is like so great to get away. But right now, I'm like, I'll never survive the life admin to get there. Uh, but that's not what I want to talk about at all. What am I talking about? Ah, today we're talking about playing with our kids. It's summer. There is, in theory, time to play with our children. And I just wanted to highlight something really significant about the spiritual aspect of play. Because Care for the Family did this study about the power of connection and uh, how significant it is for us to be connected to our children. And we've mentioned this several times about how um, when we are really connected to our children, then faith can be transmitted well and easily. And we see that over and over in the research. In the book Growing With, uh, the authors Kara Powell and Stephen Argue highlights that this connection is incredibly significant in faith transmission between parents and children. But most of all, it's the, the significant number is not how connected a parent reports being connected to a child. So if a researcher says, how connected are you to your child? And the parent's like, nine. And the child says, you know, and they ask the child, how connected are you? you to your parent? And they say four. Uh, it's not the nine parent who all of a sudden has great faith transmission. It The significant number in that scenario is the child's number. It is how connected does a child feel towards the parent that makes the difference in faith transmission. And so therefore, helping our children feel connected to us and paying attention to how connected they are feeling to us is a really important thing that we do if we want our children to flourish in faith because our influence in their lives is significant in their faith development. And me reflect on God and how he, as our father, pursues us. He is a father who wants to be with us, who sent Jesus to die and be risen again to provide a way for us to, to return to him. He uh, seeks us out and wants to hear our hearts. He promises to be close to us. It, it is all about him pursuing us in his love and empowering us to bring his love towards others and be purposeful and powerful in this world. And it just made me think about how often our lives as parents are to our children because I don't know about you, but so often parenting can feel like a series of saying no to our kids when they want to play with us. They say, play with me, play with me, play with me, you know, if inappropriate times at four o'clock in the morning or when we're cooking something, or it feels like they're constantly asking us to play with them. And we don't have time, can't right now, or busy. And it's a, it's a sense of us saying no. And actually, if we want our kids to really, one, be connected to us, and to understand the heart of God that's pursuing them, then maybe we need to learn a new tool of connecting with our children, which is what I call play with me. Because our kids want to play with us. And God wants to play with us. And so if we want our kids to get the fact that a parent wants to play with his child, then we've got to start upping our game. So it's a really easy tool, which is essentially asking our kids to play with us. And you can do this in a really easy win because what I want my kid to know is that I want to be with him. I want to play with him. My desire is to be with him and delight in him and laugh with him and listen to him. And sometimes I can't, but I want him to know that that underlying desire is there. But it takes work for me to build into his brain that that underlying desire is there and we can do that by beginning to ask our kids to play with us now an easy win for this is to know when they're going to ask and then beat them to the punch so if your child wakes you up first thing in the morning and at 6 30 in the morning you wake up to a small face three inches away from your nose going play with me Um, You know that's going to happen. So if you set your alarm for 629, then you get the delight of kicking open their door at 629 and being like, you're sleeping for so long. Come on, get up, play with me. It's the exact same scenario. It costs you nothing to wake up a minute earlier so that they can wake up to an excited face of their parents saying, I can't wait any longer. I want you to be with me. Play with me now. Uh, You can ask when they're busy because when they're playing with their friends and you're like... I'm pretty sure you're going to say no, but hey, you want to play a board game just you and me? And they can turn to you and say, no, I don't want to right now. And you can be like, okay, I just want you to know I always want to play with you. And you can begin to build that. So whether it's it's having 10 minutes after school where you can set up a board game, and as your kids come through the door, after you do the pickup, they can walk into a house that has a board game all set up, and you're like, I know we only have 15 minutes, but I just really wanted to play this game with you. Whatever it is, set something up. After Ask them to play. Say, I've got 20 minutes and there's nothing else I would rather do than play video games with you. Uh, Find those moments where you desire to play with your kids, where they know that you are asking them. You're saying that there's, there's the best thing that could possibly happen for my heart is to have you in my life. Because they need to hear that message. We need to hear that message from God and they need to hear that message from us. And as they hear that message from us, they will know that our heart is for them and turn towards them. It will strengthen our connection and it will help them see a God who doesn't give up on wanting to be with them. So as you spend time this summer, take a few minutes, take a couple of opportunities to jump on your kid's bed (laughs) <laughs> at four o'clock in the morning and demand they get up and play balloons with you and ask them to be with you and set up things so that they know that you can't wait to be with them so that when you say no, it's because you can't, not because you don't want to. And as we do that, we're going to be setting up a connection that will help grow their connection with God long-term because we will be heart to heart and therefore able to coach them and what is important to them. So for the question today, it's a question that I had because uh, some of our closest friends uh, have multiple children and I admire each of them for many different reasons. And one of these children really loves worship, really loves worship and has a much wider breadth of knowledge about worship songs and how she connects to God, and I was just admiring her faith one day, and I thought I'd ask her some questions on how she started on this journey of connecting to God through worship, and what advice she has for us parents to help our kids connect with God through worship. So here's her advice. Is there any advice you have for parents on helping their children get to know and like worship? Um, so sometimes... Most of the children like um, songs that aren't by Jesus people, but um, what Daddy did to get me into worship was p- instead of putting pop songs on your iPods or th- um, phones and things, put Jesus music, and then they get used to listening to it, and then sometimes um, tell them to like do some sort of family singing. Ooh, family singing. Tell me about that. So you could um, choose a day like after food like do some sort of worship together so or you could do it before you went to bed you could just sit in a circle and do some prayers and pass, do a little worship collective thing. Very cool and as someone who likes worship what does it look like for you as a kid at church during the worship? Um, sometimes I get a bit scared to sing out really loud so sometimes because I can't hear myself I like to do it that volume mm. so I can't hear myself but I can hear everybody else singing Mm. it makes me feel quite comfortable with what i'm doing so louder music helps you be able to sing loud yeah very good for our wild card section i just wanted to talk a little bit about christian camps if you're not going to a christian camp feel free to skip this. Congratulations, I give you the gift of seven minutes. Be blessed. But if you are going to a Christian camp or a holiday club or even an event, Sometimes it can feel like we're sort of on the outside. We're like, oh, God, please help this be significant for my child. They're away from me. It means they can sort of grow in their independence to make choices without the power dynamic. You know, God, give them such an encounter with you and help them know deep biblical truths that will shape their heart. You know, we have all of these sort of like, yeah, and we can just sort of feel helpless on the outside And I wanted to say you don't have to feel helpless because actually we're the ones who are going to be taking these kids back home. And whatever momentum is being built during these weeks, during these events, it's really important that we jump on board and ride that wave and learn how to help them take those biblical truths and those experiences and tie them together Uh, with their faith and tie them together into the life they're leading. And so here's a couple of things to have in mind as you're on site or as you're picking up and dropping off things that are really useful so that you can take stuff home later. First of all, don't wait for the leaders to tell you, I'm working on it, folks. I'm working on it. I am trying to uh, work with other people who are care about helping parents do their stuff at home and we're trying to influence the nation and getting everybody who ever runs an event or summer camp to really be proactive with parents and communicate but we haven't gotten to everybody so if you are running across a christian camp who they're like thank you for your children and pick them up at noon and you feel like i'm on the outside that just Ask questions. Feel free to be proactive because most of the time it's not because they're trying to exclude you. It is not because they are not wanting your involvement. It's not because they don't even want to answer your questions. It's primarily because they haven't thought of it or they're scared of you because a lot of people who work with kids are kind of scared of parents because they can be scary and they look way more experienced than we are. And so just be graceful, figure, ah, oh, they're they're busy, they haven't thought of it, or they don't know what I need. And so I am going to go in there and ask some questions. So get proactive and just find the answers that you need. Uh, find a leader who's willing to talk and pump them, full, <laughs> pump them for information. Uh, the second thing is I wouldn't be overly worried about what bible stories they're covering or what their theme is because those aren't really your questions your questions are are what do you what do you feel god is wanting to do this week or what as you were planning what are the key truths that you feel um, you're trying to embed in my child's heart. Not we're going through the story of Joseph, but we're going through the story of how, whether life is terrible or life is great, God is faithful. That's what I want to know as a parent. Not what's the theme and what's the Bible story. I want to know what's the truth that you're trying to bed in so I can partner with that and ask questions about that. So find out the deeper stuff. So one thing uh, when you do a pickup after school, after the event or something, you can ask a leader, you know, what's one thing that you had the kids spiritually try today? Because sometimes it's memorizing scripture or sometimes it's we tried writing letters to God or sometimes it's we um, ask God to come into our lives for the first time we did a salvation call. And so you can ask a question of what's one thing they spiritually tried new today uh, which will give you much more information than what was the story. Uh, so they'll they'll tell you, you know, how to get brave or how to find peace or how to deal with disappointment. They'll, they'll give you something. You can also, particularly with younger children, uh, ask the leaders, uh, what. show me some patterns that you're using, like praying, like the songs, because often, particularly with under fives, uh, children's leaders will be using uh, lots of almost rituals. So yeah, we'll play this song and we'll come together or we'll always start our day by saying this prayer that, you know, is clappity 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 clap, hands in the air, hands in the air, Jesus come now, you know, it'll be some sort of pattern. And by learning those patterns and knowing those patterns, it means you can take those home with you because these people are doing all the hard work of putting the pattern into your kid's brain. Keeping the pattern, well, that's easy. So if there's patterns that are working for your kids, songs that they're loving, uh, ways of getting them to uh, connect with God that are working for them, pick up those patterns and use them. So ask me, show me what patterns you're using. Um, What are the things you do so that you know you're reading the Bible, you know, things that you chant. Um, Grab a song list. Just find the worship leader, pin him to a wall and say, can you give me your song list of what you're doing? Because they have to write it up for some sort of CC li license anyways so you can get a list of the songs which means that you can then put it on a playlist so that you can listen to it all the way home and you'll be able to find which bits of those your kids like because sometimes you'll say what's the song you like and they'll be like that one and you're like i don't know what that is but find it out from your worship leader uh because they'll know and uh jot down the name of the main children's pastor person, whoever's leading the venue, because in three months time, I guarantee you, you'll be like, whoa, my kid just came out with something incredibly profound. Like, I remember like when we were away at the Christian camp, and then they were talking about disappointment with God, and they talked about how to deal with disappointment with God. And that was just really significant for me. And you're like, Did you? I knew nothing about that. And I would like to know more about what they said. And if you don't know the name of the person who read, who led your kids venue, you won't be able to find it. So just jot down, oh, this is Mary Williams from St. Luke's Plymouth. And then you'll know so that when a question comes up, uh, then you'll be able to follow it up. It's just really important. So enjoy your Christian camps. Trust these people. I have run venues and camps for years and years and years and years and years. And I know the prayer and the planning and the stress that goes into that. These people have been praying over your children for almost a year now, and God is going to do something great and mighty with them. And And it is such a wonderful thing when we can pair together Christian camps and and parents, and really see how that works together. If you are someone who works with children or will be working on a Christian camp, uh, if you want to j- go to our Parenting for Faith Children and Youth Leaders Facebook page, because I just did, I want to say, a 45 minute video seminar on how to work with parents. Um, When you do holiday clubs or Christian camps. And so if you you are on the children's pastor side and want to know more about how to work with parents and resource parents in these scenarios, there's a good 45 minutes on that on that video. Just ask to join. It's a closed group so people can be like, I don't know what I'm doing and not feel embarrassed. So uh, ask to join. We'll add you straight away and then you can access that video so that when we can all ensure that these kids are going home from these wonderful experiences, having tools that their parents can continue with. So bless you. Have a wonderful time at camp. And I want to hear stories because it feeds my soul. And the question today is, what is your favorite worship song? Or which band do you wish would write a worship song? (laughs) Have a good week.